settling is not an option for me. Everything I desire is already mine. What if you can have it all? Because every day is for the girls. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of For the Girls. I'm your host, Victoria Alario. And today, we are talking about the importance of being known and how being known is being loved. And with talking about that, the main focal point that I want to emphasize today is about gifts, giving gifts, receiving gifts, the importance of receiving good gifts and what it means when you receive bad gifts and everything in between. Before I get into all of that, you guys know the rundown. If you're interested in private confidence coaching, the link to that is in my show notes and also in the links in my bios on my social media channels. Or if you are more interested in a group program where I will be coaching a bunch of you on confidence and building a community together, the link to that is also in the show notes and in my bio for the waitlist. It is not out yet. I do not have all the details out yet, but if you join the waitlist, then you will be the first in the know to get the details. So let's talk about love languages. There are five love languages. Acts of service, words of affirmation, physical touch, quality time, and what's that fifth one? Um, oh yes, gifts. Guys, gifts, I, I should say girls. It's so like easy to just say guys, but girls, I'm talking to the girls here. Girls, gifts are a love language. They are a valid love language. And so often we feel or someone has made us feel like we're asking for too much when we want gifts. And it's not even about material things. Wanting gifts does not have to mean I want a Rolex or I want a Cartier or I want a Chanel bag. It doesn't have to mean that. It can mean the littlest things ever. But it's still a completely valid way to feel loved and to show love. And Sometimes we don't really know how to express our desire for gifts because we feel weird. We feel shallow or gold digger-ish or whatever it is. We just feel like that's an uncomfortable thing. Girls always ask, how do I ask my boyfriend for gifts? He never gets me anything. Well, I think of it like this. If your boyfriend's love language is words of affirmation and he doesn't do anything else, and all he does is that he's very kind to you, he's very nice to you, and you feel like things are missing in your relationship. And he says, what more do you want? Like, I'm always complimenting you. I'm always, I'm so nice to you, this and that, blah, 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 whatever it might be. I'm just giving an example. The answer right there is simple. Well, that's your love language that you act and that's how you show love is by words of affirmation and and complimenting me and whatever, reassuring me and all yada, yada, yada. But did you ever stop to think that maybe I receive love in a different way? Like you might be really natural at showing love through words of affirmation or something else, but don't ask me like, why is that not enough? Or, oh, you're asking for too much when clearly that's not enough for me because that's not what 100% makes me feel loved. This love language is what makes me feel loved. This love language is how I show love. So you can't blame me for wanting more when you're just, I'm just not getting love in the love language that I resonate with the most. 
And for people who are very generous and do love to give gifts, I believe that seeing somebody else give it back and seeing somebody else invest their money into you, again, no matter how big or how small, them spending their money on you is certainly a a reassuring feeling and it could reassure you just as much if not more than someone who's really big on acts of service or someone who's really big on quality time or someone who's really big on words of affirmation like everyone could be like feeling reassured and feeling very safe and secure and appreciated in their relationship in different ways so while one person might say I feel the most appreciated when my husband does the dishes somebody else might say I do the dishes in my house. I don't give a shit if he does, but he better buy me nice gifts or whatever it is. Like everyone is going to feel appreciated differently. So if you are that person who likes to spend your money on people, it probably is just that you like to see the favor return and you feel like, wow, for someone to spend their money on me shows me and makes me feel like they actually value me. They're actually willing to invest in me. And aside from the many other reasons why I will not date a broke or a cheap guy, one of those reasons is because of things like this. If you're not willing to invest in me, then I do not feel like you actually value me. You see me as a burden. Oh, I I don't want to spend money on that. Like, The way that I feel when I pay parking tickets or when I pay my monthly bills. I think of that as a burden. I think of that as a waste of money. There are plenty of things that I think is such a waste of money that I have to spend my money on. I would never want my man or my partner to think of me in that way. I don't want to spend money on this. Oh my God, my girlfriend requires this. Oh God, I'm stressing getting her this. I'm stressing getting her that. Like I would want my partner to spend their money on me with ease and because they want to and because they like to and because it makes them feel good and they enjoy spending their money on me and making that effort to make me happy. Again, no matter how big or small. Because if someone is cheap, they're cheap all the way like dinners or the hotel that they choose when they're taking on vacation like I'm not gonna stay at some rinky dink hotel just because it's cheaper per night if you're taking me on vacation then you better be taking me on a nice vacation and and I'm not compromising the quality of the vacation because you're cheap or the food that they choose when we go out to eat oh let's only get this one thing why I also want to try this like the option is there I would get it for myself so why are you going to be cheap or stingy with the if you're going to take me to dinner then take me to dinner don't put me on like a cap of like the food that I can try just certain things cheap people are cheap all the way and in my preference in my opinion I couldn't be with someone who would make me feel like they don't want to spend money with me. They don't want to spend money on me. They don't want to spend money around me. If they're throwing out the word expensive every time I make a suggestion of something that I like or something that I want to do, when it's also something that I would spend the money on myself and you're like, oh, well, that's expensive. Well, then clearly we're not financially compatible because I see the value in that thing and I would spend my money on it. But aside from someone seeing the value in you and being willing to invest in you, there's one big reason why people have gifts as their top love language. And that is because getting a good gift 
shows that you are known. And being known by someone is simply just another way of being loved by someone. If someone knows you and gets you, they love you. They care about you. They pay attention to you. The little details and things that you may have mentioned once or twice, they remember that because they love you and they care about you and they pay attention to you. Being known is being loved and receiving a nice gift is being known. And when I say it could be something so little, I mean like, for example, I wear, when I wear my little socks, like under the ankle, I wear this brand KB. I got them, I used to get them at Costco. And my man could have gone to Costco for a grocery trip and come home with a a freaking six pack of KB socks and says, oh, just in case you needed any, because he notices that I wear them. He knows that I love them. It's the only brand that I wear. And he's like, oh yeah, I saw them at Costco and I got them for you. That's what I'm talking about. That is being known. And when someone can do things like that for you, it makes you realize how important you actually are to them and how much that they actually love you. Which is why receiving a bad gift, that is a sign that that person, quite frankly, doesn't care, doesn't give a shit, doesn't pay attention to you. Sure, maybe they love you, but they don't have the mindset of paying attention to what your style is, what you talk about, what you make clear that you enjoy. So if you're someone who only wears or exclusively wears yellow gold jewelry, like myself, that's all I wear. I don't wear white gold. I don't wear silver. And if I'm dating someone who turns around and gets me a silver necklace, I am not going to appreciate that necklace. Don't get me something just to say you got me something. Don't get me something just because you know I like gifts and you just want to, oh, I just want to shut her up. I just want to make her happy. I just want to give her what she wants. Get me something because you thought of me. You could picture me wearing that. You know my style. You know I wear yellow gold. So you saw this beautiful yellow gold necklace and said, That would look amazing on her. Not just, oh, let me just grab whatever I can because it's in the women's section of the jewelry department. Sorry, I don't want it. I don't need things. I don't need stuff. I'm not just like, give me things because I want to be a maximalist and have tons of shit in my house. No, if you're going to get me something, get me something because you think that I would actually enjoy this. And it's part of the reason why I don't like when people give me clothes. And I think a lot of people don't like when someone gives them clothes because if someone gets you, if you're someone like me, again, I'll give myself as an example. I only wear neutrals and I'm very specific with what I like. And even if it's neutral, it still doesn't necessarily mean that I like it. Like I'm just, I'm particular about the clothes that I wear. And if somebody gets me something that I know I'll never wear, I don't want that shit. Then I got to ask you for a gift receipt because I don't want a a pink polka dot dress hanging in my closet. I'm never going to wear it. It's not my style. So I literally don't even want people to get me clothes because if, again, let's go back to a dating example. If I'm dating somebody and they got me a bright pink sweater, I would be like, who did you shop for? Me or your other girlfriend? Because... Have you ever seen me wear something like that? Do you think I would ever wear something like that? Or did you get that just to say you did? And sometimes there might be something out of the ordinary that maybe you wouldn't exactly like. And maybe they think of you anyway. 
And they could go ahead and say, this might be random, but would you wear this? I actually thought this was really cute. And then I could say yes or no. Oh, that was nice that you thought of me, but I really don't think I would wear that. Instead of just being like, look what I got you, this size eight shoe, when I'm a size six. Like, did you even think about it before you went ahead and made that purchase for me? You know what I mean? So I think if you're someone who's like, well, I want gifts, how do I ask my partner for it? Think about what that really means. Like, what do you want? Why do you want it? Is it because that's genuinely what makes you feel loved? Or is it because you saw somebody on TikTok sharing something? Like, the most thoughtful and valuable gifts are usually the gifts that are personalized. So it's usually not just like because you want this bag, which could be fine if that's you. If you're like, oh, I'm with a guy who has the means and the mindset to just spoil me with all designer shit, then that's perfectly fine. More power to you if your man is filling up your closet with whatever you want. But this is more about for the girls who are are just kind of like they want to get spoiled, but they don't really know like how to go about it. You have to really think and reflect within why, what does it mean to me? Is this personal to me? Is this something that would make me feel special? And things of that sort. It should really be bringing a feeling of happiness to you more so than like, oh, retail therapy. It's more like, no, I feel happy because this gift was really thoughtful and really personalized. And also, usually when someone gets gifts, like if if your partner regularly gets you gifts, it usually also means that they really pay attention to like important dates and things like that. Like they, not to say that remembering your birthday or remembering holidays is anything special. Obviously it's not for nothing pretty much like the bare minimum but they are prepared you know like they like it's not like they're waiting till the last minute or they're you know come it's almost the time of your birthday and all they're doing is saying over and over like what do you want what do you want what do you want it's like they just know okay her birthday is coming up here's what I want to get her here's what I think that she would like and it's something that they prepare for and they're thoughtful about and that they're considerate about And it's special because you realize how much thought, how much consideration, and how much time and effort went into that. And like I said, because I want to say it one more time, it doesn't matter how small. Even if it's just thoughtful, regular things like bringing you lunch, even when you didn't ask for it, or bringing you a coffee that they remember your coffee order and they know exactly what you like and you mentioned that you're tired right now so they stopped by and they said, well, hopefully this, you know, is a good pick-me-up. Hopefully this wakes you up. Think about that. It is such a thoughtful thing and indicates somebody knowing you really, really well. So if you are struggling to express your thoughts around this and put it into words, I would just make it clear that this is how you feel the most known. When somebody really puts the thought and effort into something that they know you would like. So that's really it with that. But I want to get into a Dear Victoria segment because this one was a little sad, but I think that a lot of people will resonate with this. Dear Victoria, recently I've been struggling with acceptance and how to move forward. This is kind of long, so bear with me. Last year, I got out of a long-term toxic relationship with my ex-fiance. After this, I made a list of requirements in a partner to ensure I never lowered my standards again. 
I met a guy a few months later during my healing stage. It was very unexpected for both of us, but our chemistry and connection was apparent right off the bat. He was extremely accepting and nurturing of my recent situation. He asked questions, paid very close attention to my love language, which is acts of service, speaking of love languages, created a safe space to open up, encouraged me to open up and let him in, never let me lift a finger, and truly allowed me to fall into my feminine energy for the first time in my life. One of the main things on my list of requirements in a partner was that he prioritizes growth and his career. I noticed an energy shift when he started a new class that demanded a lot of his time and energy. With class and work, he only had one full day off, which was usually spent with me. I asked him a few times to let me know if he needed to pump the brakes with us, and he kept trying to make it work, but ultimately at this stage of his life, he needed to focus on growing his career. He communicated to me that he feels his current life situation was not fair to me as he is unable to show up in the ways that he wants to to his partner, especially knowing I needed a little extra at this point of my life. While I can respect his decision and ability to recognize that he was unable to meet my needs, it's really hard to let go of something that was actually serving me. Nothing went wildly wrong, which makes it extremely more difficult to release. It would be easier for me to let go if he was completely an ass to me. I am making a conscious effort to continue my healing process, focus on myself, and trying to accept the situation and trust my timing. But I'm really struggling to let this go. Okay. Here's the thing. If you see everything as it is in black and white, without all the gray areas, it should actually allow you to move on and release it because here's the black and white cold hard truth. He can't actually meet your needs, even if he meets some of your requirements. He's not checking all of your boxes because he can't meet all of your needs and told you that so realistically you did get a lot of what you're looking for but not everything that you're looking for and that's perfectly okay what I would do is take this experience as evidence that what you're looking for exists look at what you just said he truly allowed me to fall into my feminine energy for the first time in my life so what this does for you is proves that it exists it proves that it is possible there are millions and billions of people on this planet this guy may have been great i don't have a bad thing to say about him and i'm sure you don't either but he's not the only good guy in the world who's gonna help you fall into your feminine energy so all he really did was show you what's out there because no one is really that unique no one is really that individual like a unicorn that you wouldn't be able to find somebody else to do what they have done i always say if it's possible for one it's possible for all because if it's possible for one guy to allow you to feel that way and show you what exists then somebody else will be able to do the same because that man is not a unicorn. I saw a quote the other day. Now the username on Instagram, I don't know if this is like the real person because they only have 61 followers. I really don't know who this is. But the username is Dear Ali Rain. So Dear is D-E-A-R, Ali, A-L-L-Y, 
Rain, R-A-Y-N-E. And the quote was, I said goodbye to a man that I would have undoubtedly fallen head over heels for. I didn't want to because spending time with him was intoxicating. But he made it clear he couldn't give me what I wanted. And for the first time in my life, I decided to listen when someone says that. I want to call him today and hang out and pretend like the future doesn't matter. But the future does matter because I matter and my heart matters and my future matters. Somewhere out there is a man who will never let me slip between his fingers. My heart waits for him. And I think that this really can maybe give you some peace of mind or just ultimately resonate with your heart because it's so relevant. Like there is a man who would never let me slip between his fingers. And that man, even though it seemed really good, he let you go. And like she said here, he made it clear he couldn't give me what I wanted. And finally, for the first time in my life, I listened when someone says that. Because we get this glimpse, we get this gray area like I I refer to. If we don't see things in black and white, we get this gray area where it's like, but this was so good and I really enjoyed this and he sold this and he sold that. So we don't listen when someone tells us that they can't give us what they want or they don't want to give us what they want. I've been there. I've done that where I've started to romanticize somebody in my head because I really like the way he treats me and I really like his personality and his sense of humor and we have amazing chemistry and we click really well and I haven't been like that with someone in a long time and blah 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 but then in the same breath he's like well I don't want a girlfriend I don't even want to think about getting married and having kids right now you want this and you want that and you might start to say I could wait a little bit longer Okay, I could do that. But no, ultimately, it's not what I want, right? Like, even if even if I turn around and said, okay, fine, like, we could be together and I'll, you know, make s- certain sacrifices and I will compromise on certain things. Give it a year, two years. I'd be so resentful toward that person because they aren't giving me what I want. But whose fault is that? My own because they made it clear that they can't give me what I want or what I need. So when this man is telling you, I'm unable to meet your needs, listen, accept that. See it in black and white for exactly what it is. He's not the perfect guy for you because he let you go. All those other great things that you're kind of romanticizing a little bit will come again. Maybe not today, maybe not this month, maybe not even this year. Take it from me. It takes a little bit of time. I know that you found this guy quite quickly, but keep working on your healing journey. You have no idea when the right guy will arrive. And you know what? This guy might come back around too in the future. He might get to a very different place, a different mindset. And at that time, it might either work perfectly or you might be like two ships passing. And it's like, well, now that you're here, I'm here. And I'm already with somebody else and I'm already moved on to bigger and better and whatever else. And you're just now getting to the place that I was at, you know, a year ago, two years ago. So I know it might be easier said than done, but see it for what it is. Collect it as evidence. Good men exist. 
it's possible there are healthy relationships not every relationship is toxic and just remain working on yourself that's all i have for today girls thank you all so much for listening until next time